We're glad you're listening to Rhema for Today. But thank God, it also tells us all things are possible to him that believeth. Jesus said to this woman, Daughter, thy faith has made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. And so you can see that they're linked together. These two wonderful omnipotences that Christ is linked together with God, all things are possible, and all things are possible to him that believeth. Now that's one lesson we need to learn and to get from this. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching, Miracles of Healing Series, Volume 3. Next, on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. If you've studied the scriptures closely, you'll find that prior to this time, Jesus had pronounced a curse upon Bethsaida, Capernaum, and Chorazin. Woe be unto thee, Bethsaida. Capernaum, Chorazin. If the mighty works that had been wrought in thee had been done in Sodom and Gomorrah, they would have repented in sackcloth and ashes long ago. Now after that, you see, he said, that's the reason he didn't heal anybody in the town of Bethsaida. Then he called, he took him out of the town. Then he said, don't tell anybody in the town about it. See, they wouldn't believe it anyway. Amen. And here in Capernaum, Jesus wrought more miracles and did more healings in Capernaum than any other city, according to the record. Remember when Jesus was down in Nazareth in his hometown, fourth chapter of Luke's Gospel? Remember he said after he had read from Isaiah's prophecy, book of Isaiah, Spirit of the Lord's upon me and so on, said this scripture is fulfilled this day in your hearing. And then he said, I know what you'll say to me. You'll say, physician, heal thyself. The mighty works that we've heard is done in Capernaum do also here in thy country. He did more mighty works in Capernaum than any other city, and yet they wouldn't believe. And that's the reason when this Jairus' daughter in Capernaum was raised up and healed, he said, just don't tell it. They wouldn't believe it anyway. Why tell it? Are you following me? But on other occasions, you see, of course he would. In other words, it wouldn't do a bit of good in the world sometime for folks, and if you'd listen to the Lord, he'd tell you to go if you was a member of some church to go back and tell them about you being healed, they wouldn't believe it anyhow. But you can go tell the same thing to some other church and bless God, they all believe it and they're blessed. Glory to God. And so you see there's no contradiction there at all. All right, we have actually this miracle of the healing of the woman with the issue of blood is embosomed in the heart of another. And that is the raising of Jairus' daughter and it would seem as though in these twin miracles, the Lord would write in one striking lesson two principles. Two principles. Firmly and finely illustrated. Praise God. One of them is of God's absolute power on one hand, even to work where there is nothing but death. And then faith's absolute power on the other to take everything from God. Hallelujah. Now they emphasize the two wonderful omnipotences 
that Christ has linked together with God, all things are possible. With God, all things are possible. Matthew 19, 26. With God, all things are possible. Luke 1, 37 said, nothing is impossible with God. Well, all things are possible and nothing is possible saying the same thing, isn't it? And right on the other hand, Jesus said in Mark 9, 23, all things are possible to him that believeth. So I think in these two twin miracles, you can see the two of them working. With God, nothing shall be impossible. With God, all things are possible. They said the little daughter's dead. I mean, it's too late. I mean, just forget it. She's already dead. Jesus said to Jairus, fear not, only believe. And then when he entered into the house and told the people that were crying and mourning and weeping that she's not dead, she just sleepeth, it says they laughed him to scorn. Blessed be God, but she was raised up. Hallelujah. With God, all things are possible. But thank God, it also tells us, all things are possible to him that believeth. And Jesus said to this woman, Daughter, thy faith has made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. And so you can see that they're linked together. These two wonderful omnipotences that Christ is linked together with God, all things are possible, and all things are possible to him that believeth. Now that's one lesson we need to learn and we get from this. Then number two, this woman, notice this woman with the issue of blood, Notice the helpless nature of her disease. The scripture said that she had this disease 12 years. 12 long years. Then notice the failure of human physicians. And this failure of human physicians is brought out with a, a good deal of plainness of speech. Luke was a physician. We read his account over there. He said the physicians couldn't cure. That's the way he put it. There's no attempt to apologize for the medical profession. We are just simply frankly told that all had been done for her had only made her worse. She had suffered many things, Mark said, of many physicians, and she was none the better, but rather grew worse. Well, that's not a very pretty picture. As I said, it'll be noticed that Luke, once the physician himself, gives us a vivid picture of all this. We read his account. That's one reason I read it. Now, incidentally, whatever you may think, there is no more record. And we've got to go by the record. I mean, there's no use going off the record. Go by the record. We know Luke was a physician. But there's no more record of Luke practicing of a physician after he came to the Lord than there was of Matthew acting as a tax gatherer after he'd come to the Lord. I think both of them became fishers of men, praise God, instead of tax gatherers and physicians. Amen. Nothing wrong with tax gatherers, nothing wrong with physicians. But there's no record of that. Are you following me? 
Then number three, here's the third lesson we can learn from this. See, we're just taking up these individual cases and analyzing them, see what happened. And by finding out what happened, we find out it answers a lot of questions for us, doesn't it? Number three, we learn something about the process of the faith and the healing, and, and this is very striking. There were three stages in the healing of this woman with the issue of blood. See, a lot of times instead of studying and analyzing the situation, we fasten on one part of it and we try to, you know, take that part and make it work without noticing that there were some, some stages involved. It's sort of like, you know, if you was climbing the steps into a building or like we used to have a higher platform here and there was about three steps or so that came up, you see. Uh, if you're going to got to get on the platform without taking the steps, it's very difficult. Unless you're real young and agile, like me. <laughs> but, you see, uh, there are three stages. First, listen carefully, take the same steps this woman took, and you'll be healed without exception. Because Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. All right, number one. She believed that she would be healed. I said she believed that she would be healed. There was a certain woman with the issue of blood, 12 years, who had suffered many things and many physicians, spent all of her living, was nothing but it, rather grew worse. When she heard of Jesus, came in the press behind, touched his garment, for she said, if I may but touch his clothes, I shall be whole. She believed she would be healed. She believes, oh, if you could just get people to come to the services believing that they will be healed. But you see, too many are coming to try it out. Maybe I will. I sure hope so. Well, I tried that and it didn't work. I could have told you ahead of time it wouldn't have worked. We could have saved some people all the expense of coming halfway around the world to get here to try it out. If they'd just listen. Come believing you will be healed. Come expecting to be healed. She believed she would be healed. You can read that and what she said, can't you? Can't you? And Jesus said it was her faith that healed her. It wasn't his faith. It wasn't Peter's faith or, or John's or James or any other apostles or any of the crowd's faith. It's her faith. Daughter, thy faith is made healed. So, she believed that she would be healed. She said, if I may touch his garment I shall be whole. Hallelujah to Jesus. Then secondly, she came and touched. She did something. She did something. The personal and vital element in faith is here brought out very vividly. Faith is more than believing. It is a living contact with a living Savior. You're listening to Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Yeah, we have a great product offer this month. It's... Uh, the little flash drive or MP3, whatever you call these things, uh, that it's got 50 camp meeting sermons on it. From yes. 
50 years of camp meeting, and uh, that was last last July. In fact, we yes. got camp meeting coming up in just a week or so yes. here. Now, another one, that'll be our 51st. Mm -hmm. And there's 50 messages. My dad, myself, John Osteen, uh, Charles Capps. Oral Roberts. Oral Roberts, yes. T.L. Osborne. Yes. And there's one, y'all probably know, Brother Papa Goodwin, I called him, J.R. Goodwin. He, he was a... He and his wife were mentors to my mom and dad. Yes. And he, he was, they were a wonderful couple. And so he's on there, and I don't know how many others on there. It, it's uh, Norval Hayes, I know, is on there. And uh -huh. there's many others. And a lot of these are already in heaven, but uh, you, yes. you would really enjoy this. In fact, honey, uh, one of our employees, who's a younger person, uh, who of course wasn't around when all these yeah. um, took place, and he says, oh my goodness, I love that. He said, I just love to hear all the preaching, all the teaching. And I remember that he especially liked one of your sermons. Yeah. This ain't no second, what yeah. is it? This, this ain't no saint, second ride. <laughs> of course, right. being born and raised in Texas, and I know about the rodeos. And if you're gonna win, you got to stay on that bucking horse or that stay on that, uh, that bull. Uh, bull for oh. eight seconds. But this ain't no eight seconds. Second ride. This is for real. This is for life. <laughs> That's and right. Everybody, I've, I preached that sermon there, and I've never preached Only it again because everybody still remembers it and talks about it. So I can't preach it no more. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and then, so that's 50 sermons, and then your book, Create the World You Want to See and my CD, whatever you need, God's got it. You know what? All we have to do is ask Him. So that is for a gift of what, honey? $45 or more, That's just right. go to you, go right now to your computer, rhema.org, and, and order it right now. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's toll free, 1-888-FAITH-99. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue his message, Miracles of Healing Series, Volume 3. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.